Yesterday was an event for me. I was summoned to jury duty. And I went back to the same courtroom in Redwood City, San Mateo, California County, that I had to go in a number of years ago to get some charges dismissed, get some um, warrants dropped. And something happens when you're called for jury duty. They had a large pool of people. They called the names. And you're in this large room, which 130 people, you don't really want to be there. Sometimes people are missing work. But the first thing I'm feeling is I'm just like everyone else. This is a cross-section of this county, uh, the demographics, the ages, the races. And I'm just like everyone else that is requested mandatory to miss work, miss what we're doing, to come in and sit there. And they have us sitting for about a half hour, and then they start reading the list of names, people that will be involved in going up to the courtroom. And when they are reading the names, your heart is pumping, my heart is pumping, and I start to get nervous. I don't want to be called. I don't want to be involved in this system. I don't want to be involved in this process. And when they call my name, I say here, I go up to the courtroom. But what I'm realizing is they're calling almost everyone's name. And we all go into the courtroom. And before we go in, the bailiff, dressed in a police sheriff's outfit, he's giving us some prompts. And he's a bit of a comedian, which breaks the ice. We're all pretty nervous. But He's cracking some jokes, and uh, he's saying, come to me if you have any questions. We sit down, and the defendant and the prosecutor are there. The judge comes out and gives us a long spiel about this is your duty to be a juror. We've had this process for 200 years in this country, the founding fathers, yada, yada, yada. And... I start to get nervous. I'm in a courtroom. I've been in a courtroom before. I just went over all my criminal charges from having manic episodes in previous years last week, and it's triggering me to be there. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be in the courtroom. The judge says this will be a long case of about six to eight weeks. You'll be required to come in nine to five every single day, and I don't want to do that. I don't think I can do that. So there's a process where they give you a pamphlet that you can fill out. And I write down that I have a mental health diagnosis. And then I freeze on the actual diagnosis word. A word, a label that I am not accustomed to saying. Something that I have denied in my life. From about 16 to 31 I was bipolar and I was a bipolar superhero and then at 31 through lots of other hospitalizations I became schizoaffective but I don't recognize that term I don't use that term I don't tell anyone that term and for some reason the legal documentation of that term writing it out in a court of law where perjury is possible I had to just admit to myself this is a legal word Schizoaffective is in my medical charts. That's what it says under my diagnosis, a diagnosis that I don't believe in, a diagnosis that I've had to wrestle with. 
But then I have to say to myself, if this is how I can get out of jury duty, I'm going to put this down. And I freeze on the word. I pause on the word. I freeze on the diagnostic label. I don't know how to spell schizo effective. And so I try my best. I spell it. I have to get over my fear of judgment. I submit my paperwork and they read all the names and my name comes up and they says, you are dismissed. You're dismissed from jury duty. And I get up and I walk through that sea of people. And for three seconds, I feel bulletproof. I have a label that has been a disability, prevented me from full-time work, prevented me from the hustle and the objectivity. When you apply for a job, there's a lot of things that I can't do, but this is a benefit of having the label. I don't have to serve on a jury and I feel good about it. I go back to my car and I just want to get out of Redwood City as fast as I can and go home. And I am completely exhausted from this two, three hour process. Go home, eat something, take a nap. And it kind of defeats me, depletes me that... I had to admit in a court of law that I am disabled and that I have limitations, that I'm not able to do a full-time schedule, full-time work. And I have to kind of process it. I've been staying with my folks for a couple of days. I, as we do, we go over some of our stories that, you know, six, seven years ago, what it was like to have this illness and go through it. How far I've come is always a projection of what we talk about. And, you know, basically the limitations that I have as a citizen. Here I am in this space, Intersection for the Arts, sending my content newsletter, hustling up a, uh, you know, a a fundraiser and doing things that are extracurricular. Most people don't build a business of nothing of their talents, build a business like Mad One Media, hustle these funds, try to see what they can do with their content and their coaching and their and their projects, their workshops. Most people don't do that. And I'm stu- doing something that's extracurricular, even for your normal Joe, just working and trying to find income as a work. And I have to give myself credit. I've been doing it I'm still doing it. And even though I do believe that love is greater than labels, sometimes you need that label to be recognized as the actual thing you're overcoming and the actual thing you have to live with.